TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Badlands podcast, the other podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly part of the Chairshot Media Group. I am Mags, and uh, my podcast wife Paul Toller is uh, on his period again, so he needs to have the he needs to have the day off. Uh, <laughs> so unfortunately, he doesn't get the opportunity to to be part of our second uh, podcast in, in our little collab with uh, It's Your House podcast. Uh, today I'm speaking with uh, the talent of the show. I'm speaking with, <laughs> with Fazza. Fazza, how are you, sir? I'm good, thank you very much. And what an introduction. <laughs> what an introduction, I really well, appreciate you, that. You've, you've got the muckraker in Chris, the one who kind of like <laughs> just causes all the drama and just brings all the heat and then... You've got the the talent, the producer, the editor in yourself. Yeah, um, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So we spoke to Chris last week about uh, the start of the the podcast and, and how it how you've uh, you've really done so well since what October that you started and you've you yes. picked up steam, got sponsors, and and had some really cool guests and uh, some really diverse kind of uh, subjects on your podcast. But uh, so what I wanted to know from you is. Uh, what do you think is the the kind of short term goal of of each house podcast and and then in the long term where do you see the podcast going what do you what do you hope that this could be yeah um it's been one hell of a journey to be honest with you in such a short time frame um you know you look out there at the other podcasters and you know uh, some people have been around for years and we're already on equal platforms if not surpassing them so i think the good thing about working with someone like d is she says he is the drama setter uh he, he knows how the social media side works and i know how like youtube and and algorithms and things and editing that work so the, the short term goals really are um just keep going i think the, the one of the worst things any podcast can do is kind of get stuck in um you know the number game and viewership and things like that i think you just above all of it you just need to enjoy what you're doing and if you don't enjoy it there's no point doing it um so i think in the short term it's just to carry on enjoying it and hopefully we see the guests improve we see the viewership improve just because it's two lads who are really settling into uh, how how they are in normal life um but long term now that, that's a different ball game altogether my friends um long term uh we want to do obviously we start up with wrestling wrestling is kind of our you know uh, our fish and chips as, as they say but um I think going forwards, we want like we've had a cosplayer on this week. Um, yeah. We're also looking at um, you know venturing into the paranormal side of things down the line. Um, YouTube drama, all that stuff, basically, and football, sports, you know, whatever you're into. Really, I, d- I didn't want to pigeonhole us because there's so many who do so many great podcasts like yourself, but. You need that gimmick, don't you? You need that little something that people tune in, and you you have got a great gimmick. Um, oh, I appreciate and, that. It's all right, and we're looking for kind of our uh, version of that at the moment. So, you know, I want to do. Uh, I've just paid nearly what three grand for a PC setup. 
Jesus. Um, so I want to start getting into Twitch streaming and things like that as well under the It's Our House pod uh, moniker. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then obviously, you know, looking at things like Patreon so we can make it maybe a little bit of money from it just so we can start to make it a bit more of a long term thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's it, really. We're, we're taking it week by week. We've got guests book up until the end of March at the moment. Um, and then it's WrestleMania season, isn't it? So we're going to be bringing out some uh, some specials that week. Yeah, I, I love the the way that you're grounded, but you've uh, you've still got those like high aspirations. And and for me, that's the if you're looking for this to be a monetary thing, that's the best way to be. There's yeah. no point coming into uh, podcasting thinking instantly you're going to get millions of uh, downloads, you're going to be instantly famous, and you're going to make money because you're going to be disappointed. Yes, you know, because 100%. the first few podcasts, no cunt listens to you. No. Literally no one. Um, <laughs> you've got to build, and like you said, you've got to build your gimmick. You've got to build your brand. And um, I'm always going to be behind people who want to uh, strive to be better, strive to improve. And if it if it becomes a business for them, more power to them. So yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I wish you all the luck, and I'll definitely be a uh, be uh, along for the ride supporting you. Much love, buddy. Much love. Thank you. Okay, so let's uh, let's get into some Mount Rushmores then. Uh, yes. This is your first and hopefully not last time on this show. Um, no, definitely not. So mm-hmm. what we what we like to ask from our guests is their Mount Rushmore of the greatest wrestlers of all time because it's the most subjective argument in professional wrestling, uh, yes. especially on social media. Everyone has a different answer. Everyone has different reasons. So what we do on Badlands is we gather up everybody's reasons who's ever been on the show and we make it like a definitive Mount Rushmore. Uh, like so it. who who are the four guys and gals who, who make your cut for the, the, the best wrestlers of all time? Yeah, um... All men, um, <laughs> I think, you know, growing up as you did, um, attitude, well, I mean, for me, I started with the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. uh, Hulk Hogan and, and things like that were prior to me, obviously knowing their impact on the business, but as I decided to go for four, which I've watched grow from their inception kind of till the end of their careers. Um, so I'm going to start off with, with the most obvious choice for, I think, a lot of people, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. He epitomized everything about the 90s. Um, you know, he, he started a trailblazing uh, for WWF, now WWE, which I don't think will ever be matched, um, especially in popularity. Don't get me wrong. I think some of the other people I'll mention on here are just as popular and gone on to do probably bigger things. But for the core of wrestling, it's got to be Stone Cold Steve Austin as, as, as your number one in my eyes. Yeah, I totally agree. He was on man, and I think he may be number two on the on the definitive one i think uh there's a few what uh, uh everybody picks and and we've really seen that so before we before i like tell you who the definitive ones are let's let's get the the rest of yours yes uh number two is uh triple h and i don't think he gets a lot of love I think he gets, uh, obviously because of the Vince McMahon connection, the Stephanie McMahon connection, he doesn't get, you know, as much appreciation as he did. But let's let's be real here. You know, he created one of the biggest factions in the history of professional wrestling in Degeneration X. Then Evolution, you know, he's, he's created star after star after star. And I've had this argument with a few people. Tell me one bad match he's had. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. I do not think you can say that Triple H has had a bad match. I mean, he was involved in the uh, the match against uh, 
uh, Taker and Kane and Shawn Michaels in Saudi, but we yeah. them Saudi events are definitely not canon. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, I agree with you. I think he's. Uh, the, the the reason we don't see a lot of votes for him on, on this show uh, is because a lot of our picks, um, they tend to be retired wrestlers. People yes. uh, don't usually put you on like the Mount Rushmore if you're still an active wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think once he finally says, nope, this is me, I'm done, I'm definitely a backstage guy now, I think he'll get a lot more uh, kind of love. Uh, but yeah, I think he's so, under, so underrated with social media wrestling fans are in terms of accolades the guy's done everything that there is to do and i'm i'm sure we'll uh we may be mentioning him in a little bit later on in the show but uh <laughs> who gets that third spot uh i'm gonna go for uh john cena i know he hasn't officially retired yet um and I, i've had this argument with 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 d's on on our show i was not as big as fan i hated him i couldn't stand him for years and years, I thought he was a waste of space. But I tell you what, since he's gone, he's missed. <laughs> and it shows his impact on, on, on that business. And I think the last three or four years, when he wasn't in the title scene, he was in the mid-card scene, you know, his feuds with Kevin Owens, people like that. I think I really got to see, I actually really like him. <laughs> and I don't know whether it was just the, the, the youth in me rebelling against him and saying, nah, I, I'm not supporting this fellow who does this. You know what I mean? I'm waving his hand on his face. But uh, I, I don't think you could. I, he carried the business. Once all the big top dogs disappeared, I think he was the one who, who picked up and ran with it, to be honest. Yeah. Absolutely, and and not and not not even just a company. Like you said, the actual wrestling business. It was in a massive funk when he came to the top of the uh, the card, and yeah, he did. He, he absolutely carried it, and, and look at him now, uh, yeah. one of the biggest stars in the world. And when he returns, he gets that pop. And yeah. as much as fans on wrestling Twitter claim to, oh, I can't stand Cena. Lol, Cena wins. Super Cena. They're all the same people cheering when uh, he returns. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, it's a great pick. Uh, who's the last pick? Uh, the last pick is the wrestler who I've watched his entire career, uh, and I think he's the biggest superstar on the planet in terms of money, uh, movies, and that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, to see, you know, <laughs> he started. Obviously, people hated him. Then he joined the corporation, and things just absolutely bloody changed for him. And again, I think he was never seen as, you know, he was he was obviously a main eventer with, with Austin and, and people like that. But when he left and he came back to host WrestleMania, I still get chills thinking about it now. That's when you know he he's missed. He is missed in that industry. Um, and then obviously what he's gone on to do, not just, you know, he, he, he kind of ignored wrestling for a little bit, didn't he? He wanted to pull away from it. But then he came back and he was like, yes, I'm The Rock. Everyone can refer to me as The Rock. Um, and he, he was just the, the man I, I always watched from from literally his first match to his last. He, he was just everything, to be honest. Yeah. And his charisma, you know, no one who's better on a mic. I think it's very, very hard to say anyone else is. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think there's rumours come out today that he, he would be interested in a, a presidential run. And if yep. you think of any celebrity who would be an amazing president, it, it is The Rock. Yes. Uh, just imagine President Rock. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? And, it's, <laughs> and from what we see, obviously, on social media, and you know, I don't think anyone's ever come out and said a bad word about him. Mm-hmm. And I think that says everything about the, the man's character. Yeah, so. I, I saw uh, a, a tweet about him a, a little while ago, and he was uh, talking about 
somebody who basically put him up once he once he decided he wanted to be a wrestler. He uh, he, he left Florida and he he went to uh, to uh, basically train and he had seven the seven dollars in his pocket. Yeah, that whole yeah. story that we've been told. But there was a guy who, who put him up and um, he never forgot that and he went back like. 30 years later and he bought the guy a brand new Hummer yeah so yeah, he's just, a, he's just a, an absolute legend and yeah uh, it's a great pick um, going through the actual definitive um, Mount Rushmore I think we've had like 120 uh, people on uh, now uh, around that number and the the top four currently are Ric Flair mm-hmm. Hogan uh, yeah. And then Stone Cold and The Rock, so you're nice. well, you're well in that kind of uh, mix of, <laughs> of of being Bob on the money with with uh, the rest of social media. So, yeah, but, it's going to be but, interesting, as you said, to see how it changes over the next like ten years or so. It's going to yeah, be uh, yeah. massive, isn't it? Well, we we thought that there'd be like a big uh, group that that kind of run away with it, like say six or seven wrestlers who were were always being picked, and then everyone else picking up one or two. But yeah, it's it's been really weird. We started with like Jericho making a mad run for for number one, and then he dropped off. Uh, we've had a, like a, a little mini battle with um, Shawn Michaels and and uh, Bret Hart. Basically, uh, pulling even numbers. Yeah, it's been it's been a fun little experiment that we've we've got going on here. I like it. I like it a lot. So, um, with you, with you being part of the uh, Itch House podcast, and with yes. with us having both you and uh, and Diesel, we thought we'd kind of link your topics together. So, mm-hmm. Chris got last week the the Matt Rushmore of one time champions. So that's champions who've won a certain belt. Doesn't really matter which uh, one time they could have won something else a hundred times, but they yeah. just won a one time with a certain belt. So we thought with you, we, we double up and we go with the, the two time uh, champions. So who is your first pick on your Matt Rushmore of the best two time champions? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a difficult one because um, you know two-time champions. There's 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 so many in that in that you know the top fifty that you kind of pick from. Um, it's no surprise that a lot of them are, are, are WWE guys. <laughs> but uh, I want to start with my female, and I'm going to go for Becky Lynch. Great pick. Yeah, and uh, I think the reason for Becky Lynch is. She's she's such a hard person to figure out sometimes. Like you know, her heel run was absolutely fantastic. I mean, what a run that was! Uh, forced her to be a face. I think WWE get the booking wrong so many times, especially you know joining her with Seth Jordan. The whole we're together thing, but they'll milk her for all it's worth. But you know, she absolutely is here in Charlotte, are kind of the central of the four horsewomen. Um, and I, I don't think there's anyone outside. Of, I love all four of them. But she's the one I like to watch week in and week out, uh, and I think she's she's helped a whole generation of women want to be wrestlers. So yeah, yeah that's what she's there. It's it's not it's a very rare thing to see um, a woman as the face of of WWE, and yes. she she absolutely kicked that door down. Um, Definitely, and all. By, by sheer accident, I suppose, because she, yeah. it, you could tell WWE were looking for Ronda versus Charlotte. Uh, that was what, I mean, as much as uh, Tolly loves Charlotte, I think WWE uh, really want her to be the face of that women's division. But the whole kind of uh, um, the way they tried to turn Becky and uh, the fans were having it, and um, the next week they had to, she had to like basically backtrack because no one believed Becky as a as a heel. Uh, <laughs> 
Nia Jax smashing a face in and and, caught, and creating the biggest star in the world, the man stuff. Yeah, it's it's it was an amazing run, and yeah. hopefully when she's ready to come back, uh, she she hits the ground running and. She doesn't stay a two-time champion. She becomes a, a multi-time champion. Uh, so, yeah, great first pick. Um, yep. Let's start with mine. I'm, I'm tempted to go. I mean, I've got one female on my list, so I'm, I'm tempted to go uh, uh, tip for tat with you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with um, Shayna Baszler on my list. Okay. So Shayna's uh, majority of her uh, career was in MMA, um, switched to pro wrestling in, in 2015. Uh, and the way she did it is something I'll always have a lot of respect for instead of going, I mean, with her name, she could have made it straight to WWE, she could have gone straight yeah. to the big show, but she wanted to learn the game from the ground up, went to stardom, made her way to NXT, um, was in the final of the, the May Young Classic, um, she ended up debuting in, in NXT in December 2017. Quickly was uh, in that, that title hunt, uh, picked up the NXT women's uh, title, had a, a, a fairly decent run, uh, 133 days. Uh, she beat the likes of Dakota Kai and Nikki Cross, uh, but then she dropped the belt to uh, Kyrie Sane at, uh, I think it was Brooklyn 4. Yeah. Um, but then less than three months later, she got that title back and went on an amazing 414-day run, um, yeah. which which actually makes her the longest uh, reigning champion um, in terms of like combined combined times at 548 days. Um, yeah. The and she's the only uh, two-time uh, NXT Women's Champion, which is a uh, some kind of a um, like a feather she could have in a cap. Yeah, uh, got, definitely. Gone on to uh, the main roster, obviously, and, and while she's not really hit the same kind of hearts as that she's got in uh, in NXT, I'm absolutely loving this stuff that she's doing with uh, Nia Jax. It's really yeah. brought out a, uh, a really different part of her character from that super serious, like a, a hardcore wrestling uh, woman to to someone who's got a, a bit of a comedy edge. So yeah, for yeah, my first yeah. pick, I'm going to go with uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, great choice, great choice. I think uh, I was reading last week that. The last uh, non-Big Four pay-per-view was the Elimination Chamber last year, wasn't it? And um, mm-hmm. obviously she won it. Um, yeah, great character. I think, yeah, as you said, putting it with Nia is really going to help her character develop in terms of, you know, not being so serious, um, which I think a lot of them need to develop. But, yeah, in NXT, she was a beast. Um, it, and I hope sometime in the future, you know, whether it's, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc whether we obviously we don't know the backstage politics whether vince isn't a fan of her or whatnot but you know if she sticks around she's definitely going to get the chance 
and she goes yeah. forward 100% because uh, I think, you know, Asuka is 42-ish now, I think, round about there. Um, and obviously, you know, there's going to be a point where she's going to step away from wrestling um, and who do you fill a spot? I think Shayna is, is perfect for that. So, yeah, great choice, mate. Great choice. Cheers for that. So let's go to you, sir, for your second choice. My second choice is uh, an Olympic gold medalist, Mr. Kurt Angle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, going back to what you said about Shayna, I think he was exactly the same. You know, came into wrestling as kind of a big thing, wasn't really liked by the fans when he came in, but his first year in uh, WWF when he came in. I mean, he, he, he practically nearly won everything, didn't he? Outstanding, yeah. I think he was the, the first ever uh, Triple Crown winner to do it in the debut year. Yeah, absolutely yeah. outstanding. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and then obviously he got on to have such an amazing career, was phenomenal in impact as well, really carried that business on his back. Um, and it was good to see him back in WWE for such a short time. It's a shame he didn't really get to wrestle single-handedly at WrestleMania. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, we never know what the future. He's looking in great shape, whether he'll go to AEW for a little bit, because he obviously is at his Legends contracts run out, I'm not sure. But, yeah, he's on there as a, one of... He, he's one of the greatest of all time, isn't he? And definitely one of the greatest two-time champions of all time. Yeah, and it, it, it's mad that his impact run was actually longer than his... Uh original WWF run yeah. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was just so so good and the way he kind of changed up his character as well went from like the super serious like Olympic hero to that the amazing comedy stuff with Stone yeah. Cold uh, um, then going back to the, the super serious like uh, suplex machine style he had in, in Impact yeah the guy's absolutely um, he is the first real for me legitimate wrestler um, yeah to, to be, I mean, it's certainly my kind of fandom. Uh, yeah, and it's a, a great pick. And to be honest, he didn't even want anything to do with wrestling. No, no. Um, I did some research on him for a previous show, and he uh, he saw uh, pro wrestling as beneath him because obviously yeah, he yeah. won Olympic yeah. Olympic gold. And when he first sport with uh, Vince McMahon, he wanted uh, a ten year contract, and he would never ever lose a match. Uh, so Vince like sent him on his merry way, and it was actually being it was actually being invited to that ECW show that even though he hated what went on with all the the uh, the hanging of this uh, the crucifixion of Sandman and stuff like that, but he said the the stuff what happened in the ring just appealed to him so much, and so yeah. he went capping and basically back to Vince and said, "I want to be part of this, and the rest is is history." Definitely, definitely, legend. So. Um, for my second pick, we mentioned him a little bit earlier uh, in uh, your uh, greatest wrestlers of all time. It's uh, Triple H. Uh, and, and as you said, if in this world of WWE, there's there's not anybody who's who's as influential as Trips. Yeah. Uh, this guy was terrorising, if you remember, Jean-Paul Levesque. Uh, and now, uh, after after the runs with DX and being multiple time world champion, is is essentially the second in command in in WWE yep. and and the the head honcho of end of NXT, all the way through his career. This guy has is done literally everything. Um, Four time PWR feud of the year winner, uh, wrestler of the decade for the the two thousands. Uh, he's got number one on the PWR five hundred twice. Um, two time Royal Rumble winner, uh, King of the Ring winner, Hall of Famer with DX. Um, five times RC champion, three time tag champion, four time, uh, fourteen time world champion. But the one that I want to focus on 
is probably um, a footnote on his career the two times he was European champion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his first actual run with that belt was uh, came when uh, Commissioner Slaughter um, made Shawn Michaels, who was the world and European champion at the same time, he made him defend that belt. Uh, against Triple H, but the the two did the old bait and switch uh, when they they basically did a, a copy of the finger pork of doom, um, yeah. which gave Hunter his uh, his first run with the the European title. The first ever, I think it was the third ever champion. Uh, he lost that to uh, Owen Hart when he had a gold dust. Uh, come in as uh, as a replacement called Hunter Dust, where he's <laughs> dressed up with a massive fake uh, prosthetic nose. Um, but uh, that feud carried on all the way uh, into the run-up of uh, WrestleMania 40, where the match that uh, he, w- he was meant to have with Owen Hart was meant to be on WrestleMania 40, but Owen was legitimately injured. Uh, so to drop the title, they did a quick roll-up kind of match. Um, in the, I think it was like the week before um, yeah. WrestleMania. Um, and he got his uh, second run with the title. Um, they actually would end up having the match with Owen uh, at, at WrestleMania. He, he recovered enough that he, he could have the match, but he Owen lost. Um, but um, Triple H would drop the belt to D'Lo Brown, uh, one of the best uh, European champions we've ever had. Of all time. Uh, yeah, of all time. Uh, and then he'd move on to bigger and better things, obviously, like all the multi-multi-time world champions. So, yeah, my second pick is uh, Trips. Yeah, uh, absolutely amazing choice. Uh, as I said at the start, I think don't think he gets half the respect he deserves. You know, all those accolades you've just uh, read off, including PWI. You know, to be honest, I didn't even know half of them. So it's, <laughs> it shows just exactly how influential he's been mm-hmm. to the current roster, to the as you said, the two thousand roster, um, the future of the business in NXT. You know, I've read recently he had a single handedly bringing in uh, MSK. Uh, the uh, the rascals who have just absolutely took an NXT tag team by storm. He's just he's just he's got such an eye for talent. Um, as we said, I, moving to the to the main roster and when he fully takes over that, I'm not sure. It's a different kettle of fish, you know. Different producers, different. Um, you know, as as D said in one of his tweets, it's like when Vince does go, a lot of stakeholders are going to panic. Mm-hmm. Um, I- uh, yeah, you see on wrestling Twitter uh, so many people clamoring for Triple H to take over, thinking there's going to be this massive sweeping change and it's going to be uh, Raw and SmackDown are going to be pretty much like NXT, but they're not because no. Vince, even though Vince is the head of the company, he's got to answer to the people who who, who own shares, the licensees, the sponsors, the, the TV deals. Uh, if there are going to be changes, it's going to take a long, long time and it's going to be yep. very gradual. Um, yep. But... If there's anybody who you can see take the company uh, as far as, as as Vince has kind of and hopefully uh, surpass him, it would be Triple H, I think. 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be a, an interesting future either way. So, uh, Faz, let's go to you for your uh, your third pick. Uh, yeah, sure, Michaels. You know, heartbreak kid. Um, what more can you say about him? What a career from start to finish. Uh, every single title he's won has meant something. Um, such a shame he got injured uh, in the 2000s and had to take a, a, a bit, bit of a long break. Had one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time with Stone Cold in terms of what it meant for the future of the business. Um, 
yeah, he's just, he's an absolute, and, you know, I, we know he found God and we, he had some horrendous, horrendous years in the 90s doing mad stuff, but uh, everyone loves the heartbreak kid, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say that his 2002 run was arguably better than his original yep, run. Um, definitely. Because he put over so many wrestlers. He had so he had much better matches. I mean, the match that he had with Jericho, uh, oh, yeah. when Jericho when Jericho lamped his wife, that stuff was brilliant. <laughs> the the matches with Taker at, yep. at WrestleMania where he had to retire. Yeah. Um it it'd be interesting to to know what it would have been like if he didn't have that break. Uh Definitely. if he wasn't if he didn't pass the bat on onto Stone Cold, uh, just how where, what kind of direction the company would have gone in. Because yeah. as as good as he was, he was very political backstage. He used his very. stroke um, quite a lot. But, uh, I mean, I can't fault him being a pick. He's, he's an absolute legend, and um, you've, you've got three quality picks on that. <laughs> um, let's see if my third picker lives up to that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go down a little bit of a different route. Now, I'm actually going to... I'm going to go for two uh, people in one. I'm going to go for the Usos. Oh, yes. What a choice. So, yeah. Um, twin brothers of uh, Rikisha, WWF Hall of Famer, part of that massive, massive Anoe dynasty that's got the likes of Afa Sika, uh, Umaga, Rose, uh, Yokozuna, uh, The Rock, and obviously... Roman Reigns in there. Um, a lot of pressure on these two guys to to live yeah. up to that. Uh, but I do believe that they've they've more than earned their uh, prestige of that family name. Um, they've won tons and tons of uh, awards and accomplishments from uh, the likes of CBS Sports, PWR, um, and in in 2014 they were actually both on the PWR 500. Uh, Jimmy was. 25th and Jay was 26. So for tag team wrestler to be like um to be acknowledged like that uh, yeah. by uh, Peter Rice is a massive massive thing. Uh, in terms of uh, in the WWE, uh, they were back to back winners of the tag team of the year in 2014 2015, and they've been four times SmackDown tag team champions, yeah. but they've actually been two-time uh, what would eventually become the Raw tag team titles. Uh, the first mm-hmm. time that they, they won it, they beat uh, the New Age Outlaws, and this was just before the transition to them being the Raw titles. Um, they uh, had a 202-day reign with the title. Uh, they was on the WrestleMania 30 pre-show with, with, the, with the belts. Uh, they had a feud with the Wyatt family. Uh, but unfortunately, now champions, they lost to uh, Gold Dust and Stardust. Um, it won't be long before they actually won the titles again. I, I think they beat the Miz and Damien Sandow for for the titles on the the, the Christmas uh, edition of Raw that year, um, and then they held them till Fastlane 2015, where uh, they lost to Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Um, they still got quite a few title shots after that, and unfortunately, Jay would uh, would pick up an injury, uh, and by the time they come back, they they ended up being drafted over to SmackDown in the 2016 draft, uh, where they've been absolutely uh, dominant, and they were actually the first ever tag team to win both the SmackDown and the Raw title. So yeah, uh, and then you you see Jay now uh, in that title picture, looking absolutely legitimate in there yes. uh, as part of that kind of a head of the table Samoan dynasty with uh, with um, uh, Roman Reigns. So yeah, I've got to I've got to go with the the Oos. 
Yeah, such such a good choice. I was made up when you said that. Um, yeah, they've been my favourite tag team for yeah probably. I didn't really like the Samoan run. Um, you know, coming out and doing all all the dances and things, but I get it. You know, it's part of the heritage, and WWE yeah. likes to really play on it. But when when you know the USO State Penitentiary and all that, that that's when they got me. Yeah, yeah, it was just such a good, and you could see they really enjoyed what they were doing. That it was them. Um, you know, their feud with the New Day was just beyond amazing. Um, yeah, both of them, as you said, Jay now in the main event scene. He's obviously going to be uh, going to, re- to WrestleMania probably against KO. You probably see it. Um, them two are going to put on a hell of a show. Um, so yeah, great choice. Absolutely brilliant. I made up. You said it. You made my day. <laughs> and and the good thing is, as well, you've always got that kind of a story in the background of, of them splitting them, getting an Uso yeah. versus Uso match, which would be absolute banger um so obviously they might be leading up to that now you know with uh, with jay obviously being on roman side you can see him coming back saying why are you doing it you know what 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 are you going against him for and it could lead to some very very interesting uh, matches i mean imagine a triple threat between them three what a match that would be what a match oh that would be (laughs) awesome uh so let's go to you sir for your for your final pick who's uh, yeah your your last two-time champion yeah, I've got to go with uh, Chris Jericho. Um, oh, interesting. I uh, think, you know, he's not my favourite anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and Dee's have this conversation often, um, but I think he's one of the... He, he's in the same category for me as uh, Shawn Michaels in terms of what he's what he's done for the business. Uh, you know, he's carried a lot of companies, uh, obviously with AEW now, I think. You know, we're not seeing the best of him. Obviously, he's in the end of his career, but, you know, a lot of this political stuff is coming out about him and that. But, you know, back in the 90s, back in the 2000s, especially, you know, no one no one saw him getting pushed that main event scene. But when he did, he, he ran with it. Um, you know, multiple time Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he's just... He, when he comes on, you know, and his feud with KO, I mean, it was fantastic. It was one, It was the, the feud of the year. Um, should have been headline in WrestleMania. Um, you know, but obviously... Vince likes to take his title off and give it to Goldberg at every opportunity possible, doesn't he? Um, so, but yeah, Chris Jericho, um, again, he's not my favourite wrestler in terms of now, but how could you not watch him during the 2000s? How could you yeah, not? I mean, I agree. His debut on Raw will always be my favourite debut. Um, yeah. the, I did the a old... poll on Twitter um, about favourite debuts of all time, and, and it was him and then Kane was shortly behind um so yeah yeah i mean back then i was uh i was hardcore wwf um i knew of wcw but not enough that i'd watch it week on week uh, but when you see chris jericho turn up you're like oh my god that's massive <laughs> yeah. to go one-on-one uh in terms of mac town with the rock in on your debut that's that's yep. shows how much uh they, they thought of him um, and then the thing what what really impressed me with him he, he always knew not to outstay his welcome. Yes. He'd always go away, um, spend some time doing other projects, writing a book with his band, whatever. But whenever he come back, it was a huge deal, and yeah. he always put somebody else over. Um, he's always had the ability to reinvent himself. Like I said, nowadays his his wrestling is is not up to uh, the quality that is that he's done before, but the guy's 50 years old. He's been doing exactly. it for 30 years. His political leanings and the stuff he does uh, outside uh, of the ring, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, but as a wrestler, I think he'll always be 
my number one goat. So, yes. uh, yeah, yes. I'm yes. absolutely down with that pick. <laughs> so I'll round off man, and uh, we've mentioned the guy a couple of times now. Um, it's, I think it's it's got to be Roman Reigns. Um, yes. Yes. The current face of the company, uh, the tribal chief, head of the table, he's now in the position that Vince always wanted him to be in when he was shoved down our throats, uh, the the suffering succotash, this is my yard now, uh, the white meat baby face where yep. the fans detested him. It's a yeah, and who knew, eh? Who knew the fans were right about this one? Turning mm-hmm. them heel made perfect sense yeah. and we've been calling it for years but but the 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 more interesting thing for me is I don't even see him as a, a full on heel. No. It's just, he just a knows little how bit. Good of an, he is. He's got an edge. He's got yeah. an edge to his character. That's all, and everyone's bought into it. Yeah. Um, in the the decade he's been wrestling, he's been uh, inspirational wrestler of the year in 2018 and 2019. Obviously for uh, um, uh, doing so well to beat leukemia twice. PWR uh, uh, number one in 2016. He's won seven Slammy Awards, 2015 Royal Rumble, Tag Team Champion, US Champion, RC Champion, three-time WWE Champion, and and now he's the current and two-time Universal Champion. So if you go back to when he first won that title uh, against Brock in SummerSlam 2018... such a, a great match. Uh, the the kind of like middleman of Braun Strowman uh, being involved, declaring that he's going to cash in on the winner, uh, kind of like through Brock for a loop, and, and he was able to uh, to to take that belt. The, unfortunately, he had to relinquish that. I think it was just before Crown Jewel uh, mm-hmm. when he uh, announced to the world that his his leukemia had come back uh, and he'd have to go away for for treatment. But Thank, thankfully for the wrestling world and for him himself, he returned six months later, um, fully um, fully uh, in remission, which is absolutely amazing. Definitely. But he he wouldn't get the chance to get his title back before the world uh, came to a halt and set itself on fire with this stupid <laughs> COVID bullshit. Um, so without uh, having the option, he had to take another hiatus without being immunocompromised. Uh, it wasn't worth the risk. Uh, but then at SummerSlam 2020, came back, attacked the Fiend and and Braun, and added that little something that that just kind of shook the the WWE world when he, we found out he was the uh, he had a new manager in Paul Heyman. Yes. I think I think Paul Heyman has been that one key ingredient to put in Roman way over the top. Uh, yeah, he beat uh, Stro- uh, Strowman and the Fiend to win the the Universal title. Uh, and as we record now, I mean, it, it may change in the in the coming weeks. But as we record now, he's still the champion. He's having arguably his best uh, in ring work. I mean, the stuff with uh, with Kevin Owens at, at the last man standing match was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, the the storyline with uh, Jey Uso has been phenomenal, um, and we've got that that tease of a potential match at uh, uh, WrestleMania with. Uh, with Edge after yeah. he won the 2021 Royal Rumble. Yeah, this is definitely the year of Roman Reigns. I want him to be that champion for for at least till next year's WrestleMania. Um, and yeah, he's uh, that's why he's got the, the last pick on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, great choice, great choice. I think, as you said, and we were talking about it before with, with Vince and you know stakeholders and what they want and businesses. And as, as, as you said, I don't think any of them want Roman to drop that title. Um, no. 
It makes perfect sense. He's been an absolute beast. Again, it, it fits the John Cena thing, like I was saying before, in terms of didn't like his character, um, didn't like the big dog of the yard stuff, just didn't seem real to me, didn't seem honest and true of him. Um, but when he came back, again, he's one of them, so you missed him. You didn't realise you missed him until he came back. Uh, and then what, what a return to making, as you said, siding with Paul Heyman and now his, his character, the tribal chief, head of the table. You know, the way, even even to the subtle things of Paul Heyman saying, you know, d- d- uh, he, he says, reigning. He doesn't say reigning, he said reigning. That's just, a, it's little things like that where you're like, you genius, you absolute genius. Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, he's got a lot of uh, fuel left in the tank, but he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. And he's probably going to be someone's pick as the longer you do this, he'll be up there in that top <laughs> I, four. I, I, I believe so. I believe he's 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 already had a Hall of Fame level career, and yep. he's still got what a decade plus to go. Um, definitely, and you can definitely see him following in in the Rock's uh, footsteps and becoming a massive superstar outwards because it looks like he's chiselled out of granite. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it's unfair that he's so good at absolutely everything and still looks as good as he does. That's some bullshit. <laughs> we'll stick to podcast today. Yeah, I mean, if he comes into the podcast, he, he, he'll oh, smoke yeah. us all. If he drops a podcast, we just might as well all give up. <laughs> well, Faz, that I think you've got an absolutely superb Mount Rushmore with yours of uh, Becky Lynch, um, Kurt Angle. HBK and Chris Jericho. Uh, but what I need from you now, sir, is I need a, a topic for a future guest. Uh, what yeah. kind of a Mount Rushmore would you like to hear about? Uh, well, we spoke about it recently on the It's Our House podcast, um, and it's uh, it's a tournament that kind of gets forgotten. So I think uh, the future Rushmore could be King of the Ring winners. Oh, interesting. I mean, I know, man, straight off the top, you can't <laughs> you can't go without King Booker. Yeah. Book is probably yeah. the best king, uh, but yeah, that's a that's a, a great topic, and I'm uh, excited to see what the what the team and the guests can come up with. Uh, but yeah, this has been um, really really fun. I'm really uh, uh, thankful that you you took the time to do this. Uh, tell uh, the Badlands listeners where they can uh, they can find you, where they can find uh, your content, and everything about uh, it's your house podcast. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Faz's Thoughts. I'm also on Facebook, but it's mostly Twitter. It's F-A-Z-Z-A-S Thoughts. Uh, and then you can find the pod absolutely everywhere. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, I can't, yeah, YouTube, obviously. All podcast <laughs> platforms. We're going to be on Twitch soon. And all you need to type in is It's Our House Pod. It's either at It's Our House Pod or just It's Our House Pod, and you will find us everywhere. And you'll have a go at me if I don't tell you. Go and follow Chris at PWCDs uh, if you just want to be angry all the time because <laughs> you loved it. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, listeners, definitely go and check out uh, It's it's Our House Pod. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be uh, teammates with these guys over at uh, Visionaries Global Media. And, yeah, they they put out 
quality content every week and it's so diverse one week it's, it's a, a discussion about a certain topic uh next week you're, you're bringing on uh amazing guests like the, the referee that you had on the other week and, and the cosplayer uh from from this past week uh so yeah uh, go and check them out uh go and give faz a follow maybe don't follow chris uh unless you're <laughs> your, your, your timeline filled with with anger and hate no definitely go for it it's worth it I love it's him. It's, 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 <laughs> he just has no fucks to give. Uh, no, and that's the best way to be on Twitter. He really doesn't. And honestly, God, the fallout and the arguments and the discussions that he used to have, uh, he comes to me now and goes, was I right? Was I right on this? Because I like to be the middle ground and go, yes, Chris, you can go ahead, go and argue with them. But uh, yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, we can't wait to, to bring you more on. Obviously, we're going to have you guys on in the future. Um, yes, uh, can't wait. Already booked in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, can't wait for that. But yeah, definitely go and check out Faz. Go and check out It's Our Housebog. Check out Chris. Uh, these guys make great content. Uh, but um, that's it for today, listeners. You can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kerber. Follow my absent podcast wife, Paul, at Raincounter. Uh, follow the show at uh, Badlands Pod. And definitely check out the rest of the content on the, the Chairshot Media Group. Uh, just banging out content day after day after day. Um, thank you all for listening. And that is the end. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.